Do I have everybody's attention now? Here's the cover. Can he do it? Kick out of two. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. I was trying to think of like, I was trying to think of like a, this is great for episode one already. Yeah. I was trying to think of like a wrestling intro, like what they so like on AEW they say, um, well you know it's Wednesday, you know what time it is, but we can't guarantee this will always come out on a Wednesday or whatever day. Raw, Raw used to say it's Monday night. Yeah. They always start with. But well, AEW we... now have got um, Mark Henry just going. It's time. Oh, we could go with that. Yeah, Bruce, yeah. yeah, well, it's not, that's, that's Bruce. Like, more or less Bruce Buffer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. UFC, so. We'll go with that. It's time for... And we should leave all that in, it's by the, the way. It's the main event. Yeah. <laughs> it's the main event. Kick out at two. Episode one. Yeah. This is um our second attempt Version at this. Two, yeah. yeah, because... Sadly, the first attempt was like Titus's ring entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's it's gone. It's it's We don't know really what's happened to it. But I'm kind of glad we did because I think there was some confusion during that podcast, you know. So this one is all about episode one. We thought we'd do entrances. It's a good way to start. Our entrance, I'm Jay, by the way. This is PK. PK. J or JB, whichever you prefer. Um, And we were doing entrances. And I know that when I started with my first choice, you did like a rock eyebrow, like confused. And then when you did your entrances, you went into like the the fluff of them all, like the the the, the, the kind of visual elements yeah. and everything. Whereas for me, entrances are more kind of almost like about the music. I, I think I don't know why or something. So I think when I said mine, you could see you going, huh? Like, yeah. huh? What? That's not a big entrance at all. And I think I'm kind of glad. Like, word, word, what do you count as an entrance? Because I've, I've got loads in my head, I could say. Yeah. And this is only season one. We're going to open probably every season with this. So if we've missed out on an entrance, don't worry. But what would you consider, like, a good entrance? A mixture of both good music and also good pyrotechnics. Oh, no, maybe not pyrotechnics, but something different. Like an atmosphere. You know, everyone just walks to the ring. You can, anyone can just walk to the ring hmm. where you've got, I don't know, People, you can either have like the brood and come up through the ring, or mm. lights go out and you appear, you know, smoke and yeah. Stuff like but it's all about and... how you carry yourself as well. Like yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. If someone like meat walks down to the ring, ain't no one really paying attention. It's more yeah. about the the girls around him. Yeah. Whereas if you got someone who's just quite stoic, who's someone who just walks to the ring, it's not a big entrance. Um, Trying to pull one at well, my first pick, which we could start with. Yeah, go for it. You start. We'll go cool. straight in. I think Taz, this is what I said last time. Taz, I think that's a great entrance because yeah. I think his music, I always I feel like he, for a while it was like someone be cutting a promo or like saying, like, I'm here, you know, I'm going to beat the shit out of Taz or whoever my next opponent is, the famous one, Kurt Angle, like, whoever yeah. my next opponent is, bring it on. And as soon as you hear that heartbeat go. But the thing is, I think that was really well done because of the promo, the original promo before yeah, the build up, the, the entire build up. So you had that, it you know relives that sort of it's him. Like yeah, this yeah. entire sort of build up adds to. Did you have that music in ECW? I've never got the problem with going back and watching stuff. Yeah, is with especially uh, special WWE network is they change things because they lose licensing rights. Yeah. yeah. So um what's his name? Uh, fucking Van Dam. Mm. He used to come out to Pantera, didn't he? Uh Walk or something. I think he used to originally come out on something to Pantera or whatever. Yeah. But now you can see they overdub it with something. Alright. Oh, okay. Uh because again they don't have the licensing rights. So yeah. I, I don't know what Taz's original music was in ECW. Yeah. So sorry for the hardcore Taz fans out there. Um but yeah, for me Taz, WWF, that heartbeat, then that riff coming in, which I love that riff coming down. It comes down like an angry ball. We even introduced the name of the podcast. Well, I did, I, said, I did say kick out at two. Oh, okay. I did say kick out at two. I did say kick out at two. To be fair, you can go back when you're editing this. All right, you, okay. Yeah. Oh, if yeah, you haven't so. guessed as well, there's, there's, there's a visual element to this entire uh, podcast because behind us we have this fantastic wallpaper which has been made by uh, Becky, which thank you, Becky, for that. 
Um, so, yeah, if you are listening via audio medium, there is a visual medium of this as well. Where yeah. can you go and watch this, by the way? Uh, it'll be on YouTube. What's the button? <laughs> Yeah, kick out, kick out a two podcast. Right, okay, sound. Okay. Search, search that, you'll, be, you'll find it. Right. There'll um, be links. There'll be links on everything. Yeah, yeah sound. Um, yeah, the, the, the walking down, the towel over the head, he was not a large man in the land of the giants, as many the land of the giants, as Vince would say. And um, he still managed to come across pretty fucking intimidating. And he just, what you said, would walk. I think there was some pyrotechnics. I think when it kicked in, it would go bang like yeah, that, yeah. and it would come out. But for me, Taz always, and I think also because he had such a short tenure, and it left an impact a, on he me. He had a towel over his head as well. So yeah, that was something different. Like I was saying, like it's that little little things, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a box of wood. You know, like, yeah, like, and it yeah. also gives a bit of mystique. It hides yeah. him, and they just yeah come down. But that riff, I fucking love that riff. It's yeah. so ace. Like I should learn that guitar. That's a very satisfying. Crunchy riff. Sound check riff. Yeah, yeah, it's a sound check riff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so that's my first one, Taz. Mine is Chris Jericho. I'm so glad you said that because just at the amount of entrances he's had mm. and in different promotions he's done different things. Like you've had the whole Y2J thing, with again, that was just a phenomenal, like, phenomenal. It's one of the intro. biggest pops in history, yeah. is him coming out. Family's finally made the move from WCW. Yeah. It's just a shame he had to have his hair like Gene Simmons for some odd reason. But it worked weird. because he was such a hateable character. Do you think that was part of the heel part? Oh, definitely. It has to be, yeah. It's like, how can I make everyone irritate? Like, how can I be more irritated? Suppose, yeah. I'll wear the hair like that and wear an open shirt and look like I'm in a reject from a boy band. <laughs> you know, it's just like... And then just be an absolute arse. Yeah. Oh. I always, yeah, but it is, it was that, that's why we use it for the promo, building up to this, we've done our own promos, by the way, and the build up to when this is coming out, we use, yeah, that, that countdown, yeah, which then, it still did for ages, yeah. we did for that for ages, I was really, in fact, I remember being really disappointed when they stopped doing that, yeah, but, because it, it was just known as Y2J, yeah, for so long, even, that's what Crowd Chant is, yeah, even after he stopped using, Y2J went to Jericho or Chris Jericho, you know, it just it followed. Everyone just knew him as Y2J. Well, people you know? were chanting that as soon as, as uh, like a few months ago on AEW when he came out to the ring. People started chanting Y2J because I think it was the first time he had been in that arena since he'd been in WCW because it was somewhere that WWF never went. Yeah. So he made some reference to that and everyone started chanting Y2J and he even had to say to people, yeah, that ain't coming back. Calm down. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone. The thing is, though, he's one of these characters and one of these performers or sports entertainers. <laughs> that, yeah, which we talk about in another episode. He's that creative that he doesn't need to go back to a character. No. He just makes a new one. Even an AW is somewhat short career in AW. No, I don't mean short as in. Compared to the others, you mean? Like, you know, the length of time he's in. Uh, WWE, mm. how long he's been in AEW and how many characters he's had so far in AEW. Yeah. Like, you know, the company's only been, what, three years? Three years, yeah, about three years, and four he's years, maybe. Three, four different characters. Yeah. Got, like, he, br- he brought back, um, what's the one with the makeup of the crossover? Pain yeah. Painmaker. So he's yeah. a Painmaker, the demo god. Yeah. Um, he's had this, uh, this one, the the sports entertainer. Yeah, the, the Jericho Appreciation. Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, is that the, just the leader of the Inner, inner Circle? Inner I feel circle, like that was kind of yeah, separate yeah. from Demo. Inner Circle. With, oh, I don't know. Demo got this. Well, because then he did the whole Judas thing for the uh, MJF yeah. feud. Because then it was like... But I, this is getting back to entrances, by yeah. the way. That's also a fantastic entrance. That That's what I was going to mention. The fact that I love the fact with that, in that feud with MJF... Mm. Where one of the stipulations were he couldn't have his entrance music. No. And everyone just sang that song. Which they knew what they were doing. Yeah, when they, it's, it's such a clever thing to go like, oh, we'll make it so you don't get your entrance music and get like your spinach Popeye. This isn't going to work. And then yeah. lo and behold, the crowd cheers for him and oh, the shock as they all sing yeah. the words that they sing anyway. Yeah, it was just, it, yeah. but it elevated the song, but it was genius. Even though, like, I'm not the biggest Fozzie fan, they're just like, they're so cheesy. But 
But for that, it works perfect. Yeah. And um, that, the very satisfying thing of always it cutting to someone in the crowd who is singing it incorrectly. But the, yeah, <laughs> and singing it incorrectly or looking at the phone, singing the lyrics yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Or just... But, that's what I love about it. No one, no one cares, and it's fun, and it's yeah. you know, it's you don't no. get that as much now. I'm glad you said Jericho. Uh, the one, one of the most satisfying things about Jericho's Y2J entrance is actually if Jerry the King lows on commentary, yeah. because it would just do the countdown and then stop, and then Jerry the King always would say like. Oh, I hate this part. And then, <laughs> and then the, the fireworks go, boom, man, fireworks go off all the way through an episode of Raw or SmackDown yeah. or, or pay-per-view. They always go off and he's got no effect. But when Rise of J's go off, they go off and then he does that. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> that scream he does. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay, that's a good one. We were going to list, by the way, we were going to list five each, but when we did it on the last episode, the episode went on for like nearly two hours. So we're just going to kind of We've got five each in our head. Where we go, we'll see. Whether we release it or five, don't know. And if it can, if we don't, again, season two, we'll add them onto that. I, th- I think we went really into tangents on, yeah, on two or three of them. And, uh, well, we, yeah. might, we might do again still. Yeah. The um, So if I'm going to go with what you're saying, we have to add a bit of like theatre to it, as it were. Um, I was going to say... It's a weird one because I'm not a big fan of him as a wrestler, but it has caught my attention more often than recently than other people's. Sean Spears has a very interesting entrance. Do you know which one I'm talking about? The chairman. No. Yeah, well, I know who he is. Yeah. Have you never seen because he doesn't wrestle much in AEW? The last time I seen him was with uh, Sam Bug. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he had that same entrance. His entrance but... is. Yeah. It's something like akin to flash dance. So it all goes dark and it's dead silent and the music begins to play and a spotlight goes on and he's sat on the chair like that, side profile, with the light behind him so you just see a silhouette. Yeah. And it kind of builds up and then it just like slowly looks down. It's like a proper like it is a like it's very good. And then the music kicks in, he stands up the chair and like goes like that way, but puffs his chest down and walks down. But that whole thing is quite Compared to everyone else in AEW, that's the most theatrical thing that really people are doing. And this is compared to people like Miro and Darby Allen, Sting. Even when they come out, they kind of come out as them and get it over with. He spends quite a bit of time on his entrance, considering it's again Sean Spears. And like his entrance usually lasts longer than his in match. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Which Especially is... that same bump match. It was like, oh, oh that was such a good. I that that needed to happen to make up for the uh, the Wardlow match. Cause... Yeah, yeah, but like, it, I mean, it was one of them. It's like, oh, right, well, yeah, he's just definitely a voice. Then he's not even a wrestler anymore. Oh, like. I, I think I think it was perfect. I think yeah. it was the right thing to do. Uh, but that's a digression. So yeah. you were digressing. Um, but I just like. That and there's a few modern wrestlers that are doing that. I'm, there was another one I was going to mention, but his name's escaped me. But I'm liking that it's kind of coming back and it's kind yeah. of being a bit more over the top. Although that's which I, is that what you mean, kind of thing when you like? Yeah, I mean it's like because we just it's, said it's, the it's not it's not even how good the wrestlers are. Like uh, this is not on the list, but one that's just popped into my head that I'll quickly mention: Border hmm. Villains. Who? It was Aiden English and Simon Gosh. I don't know this. And it was sort of like, kind of like strongmen, like with the most curly moustache. What promotion was this? Uh, WWE. Oh, is this like in like the past 15 years or something? Yeah, yeah, like sort of. This is where you get a a clue audience as to where my knowledge kind of is a little bit funny. This is where sort of NXT sort of... Kicks in. Like, I don't, they, they weren't, see, I wasn't really watching NXT at the time, but it was around that period where... Mm. a lot of the NXT people were a lot more popular but I think they did get pushed onto the main roster but basically these two sort of like uh, like strongmen sort of did just come out like that either side <laughs> I just picture it like bully bully yeah exactly like that right okay like, with sort of like the spandex type pants okay the curly moustache and they'd stand either side and, and it'd go black and white <laughs> and they'd have a black and white entrance <laughs> yes I'll, I'll show you in a and bit. What was the music really like? What was the music like? Like, as you imagine it. Like, like, the... no, not not as, uh, more sort of like a, a old villain 
style. I don't know. Oh, okay, like, no, 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 I can't. It's hard like, to explain. Like, uh, like the man twirling his moustache as the dams, he ties the damsel to the railway. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, the whole sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can picture it. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, I think someone comes out with one of the old sort of, what they used as a, you know, like a cone with a handle. A trumpet? No, no, like a cone with a handle where they used to shout. Shout oh yeah, a, a megaphone. Well, it's not. <laughs> it is a megaphone. Well, yeah, but we just added that analog cheese. Med- the analog, analog megaphone. megaphone. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> not, not doing very good for talking in terms of analog. Yeah. Analog megaphone could yes. easily be Radiohead's next album title. Yeah. <laughs> um, Your number two. And number two, right? So we're gonna go to territory which pre-recording. This explains a lot as well. So on the last episode, I mentioned this person, another one, and you kind of, again, I saw your action, I was like, meh. But as we've just realised, it isn't really your era and not really that you're a fan of. But I'm going to go with Macho Man. Like, I love his... Is it as soon as that... Bum, 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 bum. And I think after retrospectively talking about it, I want to add that the reason that that is good is because it always got a pop. Yeah. It always got that. And I think it's almost like why people like AEW now. It's about the audience interaction. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a very different experience. Like, AEW, it's amazing it survived over um, COVID because what the audience interaction was gone. And it's like part and parcel of the fucking experience. Every time Macho Man's music comes on, be him a heel or a babyface, the crowd go wild. I think with the whole with Macho Man, he could cut, he could cut one hell of a program as well. That's it. And the entire character, it, it fits. It's fine. Yeah. It's. I think it's when they give someone uh, an entrance that's too big for not a character that matches. Hmm. That I, I get what you mean. Which, which there was a lot of back then. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of back then. But he, what I thought of, of after rewatching back on him a bit as well to prep for this, what is weird about him is, I mean, he's a big guy. And the first thing he does, like, to whenever he, like, tries to get the attention or get people, is he bends down a little, you know, does the little knees down, yeah. which, oh, by the way, the um, the young books are great at imitating. Yeah. But isn't it such, a, like, an odd thing to do when you think about it? Oh, I know what will make me bigger. Going lower and doing that. But it works. But it's kind of, it's again, it's all, almost that sort of, like... That, yeah, that's that, what I mean. You know, I'm wondering it, if it is a bit vaudevillian, where... Yeah, you... like, I don't know, it's... You, you, you don't. But as he does it, as he walks down, it's, he's so distinct and he's so large in life and he's got mm. everything coming off. And he looks like Roger Daltrey from The Who yeah. with these mad tassels coming off of him. And he, oh, he's every, it's almost, you, you feel like he's coming out and going, it's a bit like the cat from Red Dwarf. Every time he comes out, <laughs> it's like, did they just make an outfit just for this 10 minute match? Yeah. Which looks like it's cost Vince half his budget for the yeah. month. And and these glasses and everything, and it's just, it's, it's amazing, and the the music, and yeah, it's something about the experience, and I just, I'm a very, I'm very upset when I watch it that I will never get that experience, apart yeah. from maybe if I go see, um, who who uses his music now, is it Jay Lethal? I think so, yeah. Jay Lethal uses it to be, because every time it happens on AEW, I go, oh, and I have to calm myself down, <laughs> go, dead. no, he's dead, he's dead, he's not coming back, you know, because it would be really creepy if you did come we, out. Yeah. We've not reached Just that level. Out. <laughs> How long do you think it would be before we got there? And I don't mean like zombies or anything like that. But you know how we do like holograms for like Coachella? Or, yeah. Could we not? And we're, like ABBA are about to do a tour, which it's all the holograms. And think about that's going to be like two hours. Would it be that hard to hologram a 15-minute match between two, well, I say two dead opponents... But could you wrestle a hologram? Like I'm, if you... I'm going straight up zombie. <laughs> you just want it just to be zombie first, then hologram. Well, you know, we've got zombie Paul Bearer there, so, you know. <laughs> what, you think Mr. Pringle himself is going to uh, be the first one? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, definitely all. I'm more for zombies than I am for holograms, so. Okay. Just, I, I don't know if Macho Man's cremated. Because we might have a bit of an issue there. <laughs> if you've got a print stick in about a couple of days, I don't know if I right. want. What, what would what would you want Macho Man to be cremated or buried? Because bear in mind, I feel like his casket would look like something like a, a kiss casket, but yeah. like on mad colours. 
But I feel like if he was cremated, when he opens up what would already be like an amazing thing, it would just look like fucking glitter. <laughs> Just the shades on top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> open it up. It's just like... Every time you open it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope, he didn't rise at the top. Never mind. <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> so, yeah, my second one is, is Macho Man. And there's a reason that is my ringtone on my phone. Because it just catches my imagination and everything. Yeah. That's a bit, of a, a bit of that one for me. Well, my ringtone Dan Housen's theme. Oh, the new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's dude. brilliant. It's like Scooby-Doo's theme. It's been it? somewhere between Scooby-Doo and... Um, I was trying to think. It was, is it the Monsters? I was, yeah, I was a bit Monsters-y. Yeah, yeah. It was perfect. It was bang on. Yeah. It really um, worked. Any any tune with a theremin in. Yes. I am all over it. You know, Eve wants to... You'll hear the words uh, Eve a lot from me. She's my partner. Um, Eve has always wanted a theremin. And the only reason we don't have a theremin is there is no room for the theremin in the house right now. But it, it will be something that we do get. So I'll be able to hopefully one day in the future, you know, wow you with a performance on a theremin. <laughs> I hope helps. Maybe add it to one. one for self. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't brand new, but it was barely touched. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see where that gets. Oh, I feel like you brought that entire Dan Housen intro just for that joke. No, no, funny enough, mm-hmm. Graham told me that joke. One of our friends, Graham. Oh, I see, it's the way you tell it. If you'd said it to me, I wouldn't have laughed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Looking on my list, I'm going to... Yeah, you're next. Stay in, that, stay in that time frame. I put something down completely. I've spelled it incorrectly, so I put Ultimate Warrior. Well, hold on. Ultimate Warrior. What, what have you wrote? I think I wrote Warrior. Yeah, he's wrote warrior as in like somewhat like, but that would be you. So that would be me. From anxiety, yeah, the ultimate warrior. What a shit wrestler that would be. (laughs) Sorry, go on. Yeah, the ultimate warrior. Yeah, ultimate warrior. Just because the fact he runs down to the ring like a seven-year-old's bicycle, (laughs) just like just really angry and just. If I saw him running towards me wearing that. And the entire face paint, I'd be terrified. Like, what is this guy gonna do to me, dressed like that? He's he's unusually fast for a man his size. Yeah. I think that's what's also kind of like him show. Because if you read about Warrior, he's a bit of a show off. He was a bit of a ego. I almost feel half of his running down to it was not only one. I want to get this out of the way. Yeah. But two, him like going, look how fast I can run, which is almost <laughs> like my workout's going to end soon. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like like what a seven year old do. Well, do you want to see how fast I can run? I can run faster than you look <laughs> and run like that. Yeah, and then that, that shaking of the ropes is is his move. Yeah, That's up yeah. there with knife edge chop off Fleur going woo. If if you shake yeah, the ropes, that, yeah, shake it's the ropes a warrior nod yeah, at yeah. all times. Yeah. yeah. No, he's um. Is that, but again, but it's the pop that music kicks yeah. in, and again, and people weren't running down. No, that, yeah, that's what I mean because like you had such grand entrances like Macho Man and stuff like that that literally could take five minutes. Yeah, on some of the earlier matches where you had the mini ring that came to the ring. Well, remember when yeah, he was yeah. king? When he was king, yeah. Macho, and he just bring him down, and that would take a while because they're yeah. all trying to fucking move him. Yeah, which I've heard already that that was. Um, what do they call it? They had a nickname for it in the, in the locker room, the car or the carriage. And apparently it weighs enough on its own without both Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, Miss Elizabeth. On it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently that weighed a fucking ton at, at all times. So that's why it took so long. But, yeah, Warrior is, as much as I don't like him as a wrestler or yeah. a person, it is a very, very, very good entrance. It's just one of them that sticks in your head. Mm. And you just like... I yeah, stole a limelight like from Hulk which was quite the thing to do if you could do that at the time, which yeah. is, again, why Vince Noticing was like, oh, I might have Hulk part two here. Uh, Hulk at the time was doing... I still haven't seen footage of this. Yeah. I've only heard about it recently. So apparently at the time, Hulk would walk down, and this is all his idea, uh, in a motorcycle helmet, and he used to carry a gas canister. Like a gas canister. You know, um, petrol. T- pet- we call it a petrol, petrol canister. And that was his thing, and he would he knocked a few people out with the uh, the helmet as well. I don't remember this, do you? No, 
No, the no. Hulk helmet. It had a picture of a fist on it. I don't know if that helps. No, 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 this. Is... Isn't it weird? I, I've never seen a picture of it, but I just learned the other day yeah. on Reddit somewhere. It was like, at the time, Hulk was doing this. I was like, really? Why did they... The, the thing with Hulk Hogan, a lot of his history is edited for some reason. Oh, yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. I did learn recently that um, apparently they used to Photoshop on some of the early like pay-per-view posters and matches coming up. When he was beginning to go bald, Vince was like, well, he's my, you know, he's the Hulk. He can't be but going bald. Yeah. Give him her. So then they would, like, you know, edit, which it was a lot. It's not like Photoshop now. It was, co- it was a cost experience. Vince didn't know this. So apparently at the end of the first quarter, after editing all these photos to show him to have more hair, Vince got his bill for, like, $10,000, which back then is quite a bit of money. And uh, he just took one look at the bill and went, Hulk is bald now. <laughs> like, it is not worth you the money. You are bald. Yeah. <laughs> Which he fucking is. And yeah. he embraced it quite well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of characters have done. Like, mm. they've just hit that sort of... It must either be WWE schedule or I don't know what it is, because AEW, everyone's got a nice set of hair who has already got hair. You know, yeah. already previously bald or whatever. But WWE, Baron Corbin, mm. had to shave his head, didn't he? Yeah. And now he's, is he Happy Corbin? That sounds about right. Yeah, he was King Corbin. It's just like, this guy's got a very long contract and we don't know what to do with him, so let's <laughs> give him several different names. So I'm sure yeah. about Hardcore Holly, yeah. he was always going, or as Jericho called him, Bald Cole Holly. Um, he was always going bald slowly, but they didn't pay for him. He just dyed his hair blonde and did it that Well, I was going to say, because of the bleach blonde, you can't, you can't really, really tell. tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, is it me now? Yes, it is. Um, so, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with something... I'm going to mention it because you touched on it, and then when I talked about this episode, because like I said, this is take two, uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Funboy. You'll know who that is. He's one of the biggest wrestling fans I've ever met out there. Um... And he went. He said, "You have to give this a mention." And you've mentioned it. And I, I think he's right. The brood, the brood's entrance is regardless of which men, brood you're talking about, with Eddie Kingston or the Hardy Boys with Gangrel, either way with Gangrel, it was just like totally different. Yeah. Totally yeah. different, and it was so over the top at the time as well that it even made like it. It was over the top, but worked, which. I don't know if the text, some people were being over the top and didn't work like Undertaker was almost too over the top at the time yeah. for me. Um, but it stood out a mile. And you'd always knew that when um, he had the game and he created your character, uh, that was always one that you kind of hovered over and was like, I'll, I'll have him come out in brains yeah, like yeah. that. But it was just so, I don't know. It, it, is it, 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 was only, it was really original because prior to that, house shows were quite, well, have you ever watched, like, Raw 1995, that era? We're still talking, like, you're walking out of a door of a club yeah. and walking along the floor. And yeah. get, it's, like, very early WCW shows. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really get ever to that point. I don't know if WCW ever really gets to that point with a Titantron, does it? In my head, I'm thinking of, like, even at the... At the, when the 80, they did 84 weeks and they beat Raw, but I feel like they never had a Titantron size entrance unless it was a pay-per-view am i mis- oh, am i misremembering that i'm really I, I didn't watch any how well any you never watched old wcw back on the day not not it's not that wasn't a, a pay-per-view right i didn't really watch it was on channel five i think channel four yeah no i think i was too much of a wwf fanboy to sort of to do it i I, I, just know, I was just like, anything. I'm not watching that because it's not, you know, like, <laughs> which, no, I just feel like, oh, God, should I watch it when it comes? I feel like that the reason it hadn't been done, looking back, is because the opportunity wasn't, it just wasn't there, you yeah, couldn't yeah. have done it. So I feel like Gangrel, or whomever the creative team was with him, was just like, why are we not using this stage to full capacity? Why yeah. can't we have him rise up i can almost see like vince going like why doesn't he come up through the stage and i'm going there's totally loads of logistical reasons yeah vince, why we do that? and then we go well why doesn't he lower down from the rafters you know because that's how we lost owen <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then go like, oh, you know what? You could rise up from the fucking side of the stage, and it's it's perfect. Yeah. And he come, he's just, like, and it's almost like you could make it really awkward. Like you come up and have to wait till, right? Can I move now? Okay, and go. But he does this whole thing where he laughs the whole time, like, yeah. and the, the sunglasses on, you can't see his eyes, so you don't know. It's almost like he's doing the um. What's the name of the blind musician? He's doing a bit Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah he's going yeah. with Stevie Wonder, going like, ha, 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 doing that. And then he's just waiting for it to click. And obviously when it clicks, he then goes, right, let's go. And yeah. then they walk off. And then it's that cool thing where he drinks it. They never say it's blood. They're like, he's drinking the red liquid. <laughs> they never said it was blood. Yeah. And then he um, he drink it, but Edge and Christie and all Matt Harding, Jeff Woods, hang over him. You can't say, like, you know, drink the Kool-Aid either. So it's no. like, you know, that's like another really bad reference. <laughs> well, the, what was good about, um, good about Gangrel was at the time there was a lot of, like, apparently vampire occultism in America, like, you know how there was a satanic panic. Yeah, yeah. Whole, but there was yeah. actually people like, oh, yeah, we like to live like vampires. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like that. So the idea behind Gangrel at the time was he's not a vampire. He's a guy who thinks he's a vampire. And you right. totally, I think it works. I think I, because you never actually, you never believed he was a vampire. Even well, did not. Exactly. No. But you never like went, oh, this guy's meant to be a vampire. They're trying to make me think he's a vampire. So it clearly worked. You it was just, just Gangrel. Like, yeah, you, know, you just, believed he yeah. just thinks he's a vampire. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Mission accomplished, which I think is a very hard thing to do without yeah. it coming off as like totally the other way and being like, oh, does he want me to think he's a vampire? Jesus, no, it's not coming off as that. Or this guy doesn't even... Luckily, it was before Twilight. Yeah. So... All, you know, vampires were still kind of cool then. 90s vampire movies like, were a bit more... You know, like you said, you had the Satanic Panic. Lost Boys. Like yeah, and then uh, also you had, you had Misfits in WCW for a bit. Yeah. With uh, Vampiro. Uh, vampa- yeah, that was very weird. Yeah. That was a very weird... That's almost so weird that I kind of believed I made that up. Yeah, I had to go back. I was listening to a Misfits podcast and I was like, Oh, so that did happen, right? Did happen. And then went back and then watched all that. Yeah, so. I, I watched something about how it did happen and how um, Jerry, yeah, and Vampiro did not always get along. No, apparently. no. <laughs> but Jerry only is not the sort of easiest know, person to get along with. Oh, any of this like original misfits are easy to. Have you seen, by the way, the like the? I mean, it's um, I don't know how it works with the misfits. So the new poster for the misfits. We are definitely digressing, but this has to be mentioned. So the new poster for the Misfits says, like, the original Misfits, with Jerry only, the bassist, featuring original drummer, um, oh, Chud. No, yeah. it's not Dr. Chud. No, 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 Whoever the original drummer is, original drummer, sorry, I can't remember your name, um, and also featuring uh, Doyle on guitar. And I'm like, yeah. so the original lineup. But because they're so... Uh, funny about money trademark and branding and trademarking. You have to say. Well, Do- Doyle also has made it so he doesn't want to be known as being part of the Misfits. So he's now known as part of the original Misfits. It's the original Misfits line- lineup featuring Doyle. Yeah. Even though if he wasn't in it, they couldn't call it that. Yeah. It's fucking bizarre. That, that's the joys of, of <laughs> musicians and money. And... I feel like wrestlers do it, though. I feel like there is some. There's probably. The artist formerly known as Doyle. Yeah. <laughs> Or when you had fucking yeah. Vince go like, oh, you know what? We still need to use a diesel yeah. and a razor Ramon. So no one will notice the difference if we just bring these guys out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was mine. The Brood, I thought, yeah. was a very good one. But the music was very creepy as well. Well, this is kind of linked in pretty well. Brothers of Destruction. Now, yeah, can you, can you clarify this a bit better? Because on, on the last episode, you couldn't remember... The Brothers of Destruction music. <laughs> and I still can't. You, I can't remember. And you know, I know why? Do I you know, know why? Why? Well, I decided to do a bit of research on this. Yeah. They, it seems like every time the Brothers of Destruction came together, yeah. was it would. Let's be honest. The whole point of Brothers of Destruction was like, oh my god, it's Kane and Undertaker, and after a while, it's like we can't make it get too tired because it's more interesting when these guys are apart. Yeah. Oh my god, they're falling apart. We've had a fight. Yeah. Um, they would break up and come back together so many times. Each time they had different music. Yeah. So that's why you can't remember. Excellent. So that Excellent. is why. So for you, it's definitely more about the vibe and the entrance. It's more the fact that I wanted to get two awesome wrestlers for one. No. <laughs> and, well, 
pretty much to mention that you knew when Kane was wrestling. Because because the ring posts were taped with what? the with the with the pyros. So like for some bizarre reason, when you're like you know ten or eleven, and you see that, you go, I know Kane's wrestling. <laughs> no one else knows that the Kane's wrestling, but I know Kane's wrestling. So at some point. Kane's going to come out. No, it's funny you say this, because we've talked about that. I was watching an episode of Raw, and for those who, of course, this is episode one, um, I'm currently, I've been re-watching since COVID started, Raw from 1993, I'm up to May 2000, that's how, I'm watching Smackdowns now as well, it's very interesting. Um, I was watching an episode, and you've got Undertaker and The Rock are, fighting over who's going to be the number one contender for Triple H or going to take his belt. And whilst the this is happening, there are little vignettes in between where, like, Pat Patterson is walking along with some coffee as he goes past the cupboard. The cupboard door opens and he's pulled in. You can't even see the hand, but he's pulled in. Yeah. And, they, oh, and he's beating up Road Dog. Uh, here's someone in another cupboard and gets beaten up like, is it you? And Vince is like, is it you, Undertaker? You're the one doing this. Is your kind of sound? Undertaker says, no. It's like, rock, then it's you. And it's no. And I was going... And I saw those things tied up, and yeah. it's like, oh, it's Kane. Yeah. It's Kane. Oh, my God, this is Kane coming back. He's been gone for a while. But then, totally to throw me off, Too Cool win the Tag Team Championship. So while they're doing their dance to celebrate, yeah. off each corner, loads of fireworks coming up. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, oh it's not Kane. Oh, I've totally played myself. Who the hell is it? Yeah. So this match is going on. Uh, Undertaker and Rock are fighting off all the DX and the McMahon Helmsley faction. And all of a sudden, boom, fire goes off. Kane comes out. I was like, ah, oh, I've been fucking double buffed. It was Kane. Ugh. Like I was so annoyed. And of course, at the end, he holds up the championship and then just that swings his arms down and they go off. I was like, of course, you have more than one firework on a corner post. Oh, what a fool. There's me doubting the tech of 2000 and the pyrotechnic <laughs> abilities of the WWE. Um, I'm, I'm just all of Undertaker's entrances. Just... Well, no, you can't do that. Are you doing Brewers <laughs> of Destruction or all of Undertaker's entrances? Are you doing Brewers oh, of Destruction? Uh, yeah, Brewers of Destruction, yeah. yeah. They were intimidating. Yeah, it was. Today, now, hold on, is this you, you, have you done any research? <laughs> you haven't, have you? <laughs> I, I just... Thought I'd try, try to like... <laughs> well, I'll just go for Kane. Kane's no, because they both had to, up until he became the American badass. Yeah. Which I don't feel they did. They, they did team up for a short while before he became the badass. Because Undertaker would turn the lights on, like he it would be dark, and he would do his hand movement, turn the lights on. Whereas Kane was the opposite; he would move his hands down and cause fire. Did they ever mix that in their entrances? I can't remember. It's definitely one of over the American badass years because he would just come out and walk down. But I don't think they ever did. I would no. you would think you could marry that up somehow where he puts his arms, they both put their arms up, and as he does his down, the lights come on and the fire goes up. And they're just both there going like that. What trying to land planes onto the <laughs> ring? <laughs> I know, I'm just saying that because X Pac and Kane. Yeah. When they were tag team, they married it up perfectly. He would go bam, bam, bam with his socket, and yeah. then Kane would finish yeah. it with the flames. Well, so yeah. I just think it's mad that they never thought of. But then I suppose it's getting these two six foot seven guys who do you want to do some choreography? <laughs> oh yeah, your brothers, by the way. Yeah. Were you not? By the way, who who didn't think they were brothers? That was one of the most. That was the yeah. most convincing kayfabe. I was heartbroken, even though I knew for some bizarre reason that Undertaker's name was Mark Galloway. And that, uh, he, he, did you know who Cole. Kane was? Eh? I and, didn't. I didn't know who Kane was until like the internet really took off. Like, yeah, yeah. It was a mystery. To and me. then when I found out his first name was Glenn. <laughs> no offense to anyone called Glenn, but it just. If Danzig is listening, I'm so sorry. We just talked about the Misfits badly as well, and now we're going to bring this up. That's exactly still the same. Still, you know, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I, I just can't take it. I just think they're the most convincing set of brothers since Frazier. Like yeah. I was, I honestly always thought Niles and Frazier were definitely brothers in real life as yeah, well. No yeah. different actors completely. No, like, yeah, not related at all. Yeah. I never thought we'd get a Frazier reference in, but I'm very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I want to now cosplay Niles and Frazier as Kane and Undertaker in some way. Or just even 
if it's an episode where they've accidentally walked into the ring. <laughs> you know the, the Fraser episode where he's on the kids' TV show. Oh, I vaguely remember this. Yes, he doesn't know how he. Yeah. So, so he's dating the present, like the presenter of this kids' TV show, and she's really upset and stuff like that. So he goes to comfort her. And then they sort of start getting it on on this sort of prop bed. Yes. Not realising that yes. it's part of the kids' show. And then it raises, raises up. Yeah. Because he says the line, this is that's from the later seasons, when she says something like, do you know what it's like to play the same character for 10 years on screen or something? Yeah. Which is a total shot of the fact he's been playing it for... Yeah. yeah. Oh. And on Cheers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> this is great wrestling talk, by the oh, way. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. But... <laughs> Going back to that, that would be brilliant. Right? <laughs> we need another episode of of wrestling from, you know, a multiverse style. The multiverse wrestling. Of wrestling. Yeah. Where Fraser is actually. Yeah. Where, where Fraser is Undertaker in the ring with, I don't know, who's the equivalent of Shawn Michaels in this. Everybody loves Raymond. Because <laughs> that was at the time a big hit. And then all of a sudden. The, the the music goes, the flames go up and the things go, that's gotta be Niles! <laughs> I'll quickly throw in as well, I don't know if you've seen it, a guy called Jim Painter. Yes. With Legion of Doom doing the Doomsday device to uh, Richie Neddy from Bottom. I've not seen that one. That is the best picture I've ever seen and I'd love to see <laughs> We should maybe get in touch. I, imagine there was an intro Sad, you know, like them as an entrance would be the best entrance ever. It'd just be them twat, just twatting each other with hands. Just <laughs> I feel like it'd be someone on the lines of the Bushwhackers in a weird way. That kind of like, yeah, but more British and more, yeah, more sort of. I don't think it would go over as well in with American TV, but in the UK. Anyway, anyway, I really do digress. We have digressed. Yeah. Um, whose turn was it? Where did we get lost? Uh, oh, it was definitely mine because you brought up the odd. Yeah, your, um, that went from Brothers of Destruction. Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about the man whose name I can never pronounce because my brain just goes completely. I'm not dyslexic, but my brain goes dyslexic whenever I try. Daniel Danielson. Daniel Daniel Dan. Red Dragon. Red Dragon. No, it's not Red oh, Dragon. American Dragon. Dragon. Oh, God. American Dragon. Daniel Danielson. He's just when that. So take three. Yeah. The podcast. <laughs> Welcome to his music. Is genius yeah. because that. I, I and I've this is you'll see a bit of a theme with mine because again this isn't something else I'm going to mention. like classical music. It's I fine. do seem to like classical yeah. music in. When it's but when you pick really good pieces, and I think that is one of them where it's just bizarre. No one had picked it before. Is your last one Triple H with Ode to Joy? No. <laughs> no. Oh, that's the worst. Well, we'll get to that in another episode. Yeah, um, but it just as soon as you'll see that, dun, yeah, that yeah. it's it's just seems like everyone's ears pick up, and it's it's up there with the. Whole, you yeah. just know and then everyone pops his ass here he comes I'll put it out there I don't like the AEW version at all where it just goes off goes into like hip hop yeah it's not the sort of the cheesy rock version for WWE was perfect yeah like you know almost guitar OS Dragon Force style brilliant and then it helps because everyone over is going yes yeah yes and and it's just really fitting because it, it's also like because he was such an underdog in WWE and he's not considered that an AEW now it's more like a threat like is it cut is it it comes it's well more threatening but yeah. WWE it was like here comes the small little plane that actually might completely fuck you up right now well yeah like he was because he he was an amazing wrestler in sort of like Ring of Honor and stuff like that and mm. actual in ring wrestling you know not a like using the term entertainer but you know he wasn't that much of a personality but his in-ring ability was like incredible like the really good match against Cesaro uh, Cesaro Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson and oh, his name of his man I can't remember what it is is this still Ring of Honor? yeah oh god no so he's had loads Claudio that's it Claudio I think that's his name. Right. But anyway, if you search it on for Ring of Honor, those two, it's just a great match. It's just, you know, a good technical match. Well, hopefully one day we'll be 
I don't know what when it's going to happen. So it, it might be in the future, and you're listening to this, going, "This, yeah, you can do it." But AEW are looking into making an AEW network, like how WWE have a network, because yeah. now they've got. I think they were worried about not having enough content okay. because they only have like a few years of footage. Yeah. But now they bought Ring of Honor. Yeah. So now they're going to put all the, all the Ring of Honor stuff yeah. on there. That's going to just immediately just give them a whole welly full, full of shit. So we might be able to, at the time of listening to this... And the whole New Japan. Yeah. Because oh, 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 oh. yeah. like, I'm really not up on any New Japan whatsoever. Like, I'm not. The closest I am is following Will Ospreay. But that's from... Like the I saw. Him. I find it very interesting. New Japan wrestling. I just, I, I've just not physically got the time. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I would just say. I just can't find the fucking time to watch everything that I want to watch in this day and age because there's too much stuff out there. Yeah. So I thank you for watching this if you are because there's clearly other stuff out there you could be <laughs> watching because <laughs> we've made it underlined. Yeah. Um. But yeah, da- Daniel Daniel Danielson, great entrance and stands out a mile. Always does. <laughs> Even with CM Punk, where CM Punk couldn't remember, he couldn't get his name right when he was uh, announcing it. I'm just gonna call him American Dragon. <laughs> just like, just straight up called him like Daniel Bryan like three times. Yeah. Went, oh no, 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 Bryan. Dan- I'm just gonna call him American Dragon. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then yeah. just sort of play it off as like, you know, I don't care. Right. Uh, next on my list, the Wyatt family. Now, I am actually familiar with these because I watched a docu- 45 minute documentary about uh, the main guy, what's he called? Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, yeah. Was, um, oh, I can't think of his NXT name. Oh, no, I can't remember that. I have no idea. But like that character he comes up with is yeah. like, it's so over the top for at the time as well. Yeah. And they were worried it wouldn't get over, it wouldn't work. But yeah. it, became the most popular it was it was like the the next evolution of to me it was very sort of uh undertaking ministry style but not the same like a different sort of i feel people have been take, kind of taken from it as well like yeah. um the house of black definitely have a little feel yeah, about that at the yeah. moment where you got three of them one main guy and the two just like coming out from the shadows not a, not saying that House of Black aren't doing anything original on the ceiling, but I feel like House of Black maybe couldn't couldn't be doing that, doing exactly the, the mad theatrics that they're doing without the Wyatt family making it okay to do I, it. I think House of Black are more shield, but not in a bad way, just sort of like that sort of... Well, the Shield that theatric. I mean, the Shield were, again. I'm not no, so no, familiar no, no. with them, but they just came out of the crowd and they beat the shit out of people wearing bomber jackets. Well, no, I'm sorry, yeah. bulletproof jackets, not bomber jackets. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, no, that no, would have just looked like a bunch of boys. Yeah, <laughs> no, but like I, I know what you mean, but in terms of sort of like I don't know, they just had the the Wyatt family just had a different vibe. I think that's because of the entire sort of the build yeah. up and the vignettes that they used, and it was more. Uh, you know, unhinged psychopath. Ten points if you can remember the unhinged psychopath that he probably based it off of. The There was a wrestler that came about in 1995 where a very similar vignettes where he would wear like this... Um, was it Hawaii- the No, Hawaiian shirt. Was it nails? No. No. It's around that time. Yeah. He wore a Hawaiian shirt. He'd have, he had almost like Hulk Hogan hair. It was William Regal. No, it was not. He's a real. He was a man's man. man. Um, Where, yeah, he wore all this, and he said like it basically he based it on cult leaders of that happened in the late seventies, and like ended up killing people or killing. Did he base it on Jim Jones? Yes. Yeah. Well, this wrestler did, and he only had a small run because like they were built. He had quite a few vignettes. And then his matches would come and he would pretend to be nice and like even offer his hands out for a handshake. Yeah. And then at some point in the match, he would just get nasty and do this like finisher, like which was a submission that looked cruel. And you know, the comment, Vince would be like, oh my God, he needs to be taken off of him. Yeah. He's too cruel. And, and then he'd get up and just be like, wave to everyone. Like, it's all oh, fine. Oh, that's really cool. Huh? Right. I, I can't remember his fucking name. I bet your fun boy is screaming at it at the fucking... Yeah. But, he didn't. He only did about like I only saw about seven matches on Raw yeah. before they had to pull him because he got a spine injury. Uh, oh, he got a back injury, and I don't know if he then 
he was off WWE for that long that they just got rid of him or so it'll, you know I'll, I'll remember it for next time or you probably know out there but yeah look him up he definitely I feel the Wyatt family took some inspo yeah. from him because it was very similar but well, not the same yeah but thinking about it now like uh, what's that I've just said the cult leader account oh Jim Jones Jim Jones yeah that sort of the you know white pants Hawaiian shirt like that that weird sort of Mexican drug dealer look yeah. where it's like <laughs> This guy's crazy. Show Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because he, he wore sort of like um, cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. White pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the shirt and then sort of vest underneath. And he did look intimidating. And he had this rock, the rocking chair and the, the gas lamp and stuff like that. And and then the, the, the two people behind him were... Yeah, uh, one yeah. was Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Who uh, was called... Luke Harper. Luke Harper. And then Eric, I think... I don't know if... His actual name's Redbeard, or if that was the AW name for him. Name for the week that he just popped out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Eric Rowan, that was his name, the WWE. Um, and and uh, Daniel Bryan did join the way of. Oh, yeah, he was for a short period of time. That would have worked. It, it worked perfectly. Why did it, they turn that? Was because he, he was just so over that it didn't work with him being in that gang. Why did why did he stop it? He did, he was only in it for a short tenure, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. It just kind of it it was when Vince was just like, oh, this is Ace, we'll do this. Oh no, I can't bother. Just it just they just started storylines and dropped them so fast. He just he got it was in a, I'm sure it was like a cage match. He turns and yeah. then they beat the shit out of him. Yeah, and it just was like, oh. I think I, he was really over. If I had to guess, yeah. I would say they were going. He's too over. You can't yeah. make him for fiddle in a faction right now you yeah. need to this guy could go on on his own but like say daniel bryan and bray wyatt as a tag team like the two like two tag teams yeah yeah, yeah. would have been awesome i mean i'm saying that by the way but there is also wwe also tried to squash him as a solo yeah guy as well so um no that's a that's a one that i need to get more familiar with because i don't know what 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 was the entrance by the way what was it what, what was why was it so was it proper theatrical yeah well yeah the, the lights went out and everyone got out the phone and put the lights on the phone right so it just looked like uh like fireflies because like the whole vignettes were like swampy sort of right okay um weird little cabin and they were just like in this like dark cabin with a rocking chair and just a light. I'm picturing like Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of yeah, like. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, that kind of vibe. And it's just like, we're here and the light would go out mm. and then this music would come on and it was just like this sort of weird sort of chilled out song. And it's like a really cool song. I can't, can't think of who sings it, but it's, yeah. You just, You're not going to be calling music, are you? I, I'm not. Not today. Not today, no. I am. But yeah, I, I, well, I just, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't really build up. It's just sort of like, it's just quite a mellow song for, mm. for what it is. You know, sort of some other bands like it'll start off and then like build up. This doesn't, it just sort of, it's just a dead chilled out song. Well, I think this should go. Oh. Do we have time? You can get away. We can get away with it. I think. I want to go. I would talk about someone else, but I'll save that for another one. I've seen someone on your list, and I think that goes into it really nice, and I'll happily talk about that. Mankind. Yeah. Now his entrance originally. Yeah. Is exactly what you just stated. It, it carries on that just that that piece of music that doesn't really go. Yeah. Anywhere in the sense that it doesn't go into like this big duh like and yeah. it's just this constant music and then when he would finish a match it would be um that really nice well that creepy lullaby music yeah, as well yeah. and he would just like hug that thing and it yeah but that's that's why I chose mankind because of his multiple entrances yeah but his original music was that sort of it was dead sad and he was just like oh no like you, you felt give you that emotion of like this guy's really messed up yeah you know, when you saw him he'd come out and he's ripping his hair out and he was just chatting talking to him and the way he spoke as well i mean yeah. it, this is when like, Foley would just go for me be like ah! like yeah. real like broken but broke but he wasn't trying to sound tough like i'm yeah. gonna get you brother it was the opposite he, yeah. he sounded crazy like if you put someone who had very bad mental health issues in a ring yeah <laughs> and started fighting them like, yeah it was actually because uh, like he, even the sounds he, he he still made like when he was wrestling it would be like it was like, like 
<laughs> yeah. Like that, that sort of, that guttural sort of... And it would make those like pig squeals. Yeah. yeah. But it would, it would be more believable and scary than compared to when, um, oh my God, what are they called? The two uh, pig farmers. Oh, uh, uh, the two... Godwins? The Godwins. Yeah. The Godwins would also do like squeal noises and... But it'd be comedic yeah. when they did it. But when, yeah, it looked like... It but was... he did squeal noises and it was scary. Yeah. Because was, it's like, was... this guy's unhinged. I've got a weird thing for psychopaths, but it's not, is it? No, yeah. <laughs> and then when he started to be a bit more comedic, yeah. it didn't fit anymore. And I remember when they changed his music. They changed yeah. it. He won the title. Yeah. He came out to new that the, the classic skid crash. Yeah. Which Razor Ramon wasn't using. They were like, we'll use the same skid craft from Razor Ramon's music yeah. and then just put in that. <laughs> and he even came, comes out saying, like, the first thing after is he's WWF champion and everyone cheers. And everyone All he did was speed up his walk slightly. He yeah. still walks like that. Yeah. But then he even says on the mic, he's like, they gave me some new music finally. Because yeah. I think it was like, <laughs> that didn't suit me for what I was doing. Yeah. Like, for the past few months, I'm not that mankind yeah. anymore. I'm corporate happy funny man yeah down. shirt and tie and yeah. sweatpants and that still it oh it's brilliant do we go into i mean do we've got like we've got a few minutes here yeah. is other entrances we should talk a little bit foley and entrances like cactus you, jack you've got a cactus jack top on yeah so cactus jack coming to the ring with a shopping trolley full of weapons mm. best thing i've ever seen i just you know I'd, I'd not seen much of, uh, well, because I was that young, I'd not seen any of Candice Jack's uh, death matches or anything like that. No. So I was, you know, still, you know, WWE was, mm. they didn't really show any violence to that extent. No, so no, no. I wasn't aware of, like, his matches then. Dude, love, funniest entrance ever. <laughs> funniest music. Yeah, no, it is one of the best ones, yeah. just because it's so, like... It's such one of the weirdest characters. It yeah. shouldn't work, but because yeah. everyone loves because Bowie. It, because it's him, because he did it, yeah. and it's genuine, and you yeah. have all this footage of, of him doing it when he was, like, you know... A kid. Yeah, yeah, sort of late teens. It's endearing. It's yeah. like, that's, you know, it's who he actually wanted to be. It's quite funny how, as a dude, he's actually... He holds back the most... Yeah. It's a, it's like the the weakest of his personality, so it's not even like it's almost respect to be a wrestler's. I'm gonna complete the fuck about now. Yeah. I'm also probably not gonna win this match because I'm too busy fucking about. Bear in mind though, then I could turn at any point to mankind or Foley or Cactus Jack, and then I will win the match or I'll go in harder. But it was just like there were genuinely different personalities. I yeah. think that's what was the. Like going back to like Jericho, it's like yeah. he just changes the image, changes the. This is what you're dealing with now. Yeah. It's with Foley. It was different. It yeah. was just like they were genuine. It was genuine. Three faces of Foley. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It was. Ah, uh, I can't be that. That whole that the the best thing ever was that vignette where it was like. I'm not the guy for this match. How about this guy? Is it for, is it for, so? Mankind's like going. Um, they do that really thing which I'm not going to get be able to nail but Dude Love goes I can't do it baby and if you yeah. can't do it but are you thinking what I'm thinking and then Fang goes I think I'm thinking what you're thinking and I think you're thinking that I'm thinking that you're, <laughs> yeah. and, nails, and then yeah Cactus just comes yeah. out and the crowd goes nuts and oh, Triple H is yeah. panicking yeah. and then there's power drives and, and Triple H like, sells it so well as well yeah. like he is genuinely scared because he knows and it's great because it's like finally Cactus Jack yeah. Finally made it to WWF, yeah. which is like the best one again. Another great pop, which, according to like when you read the autobiography, he never thought he'd be able to do. Yeah. It was Vince like kept calling him like, okay, Mike, in yeah. the interviews, like actually it's uh, it's Mick, whatever, Mike. Yeah. So that's yeah. So that's like not five each. You've done five. I've done four. Well, have... that, that was my that was my. Uh... Fifth one, but yeah, we've got time. Do you reckon? Yeah. Right, yeah. We'll, fi- yeah. we'll finish with. I'll go with sticking with the same theme. Then, as I've already alluded to, classical music, Ric Flair. Uh, there's something about. I know there's controversy with the man at the moment due to an episode of Dark Sides of the Ring, but you cannot completely take away the fact that one of the greatest 
like possibly the greatest wrestler of all time, in both in ring ability, personality, promo. But the entrance is again just classical music in the that note, and you know it's yeah. and it's so again obvious. Why has no one picked? Why no one before picked that music? And it's just a very slow walk. Very slow walk, him to him, like basically, and he has his arms out, not as in like, hello, everyone. It's more like me, yeah, me. Everyone, look at me right yeah. now. I am amazing, and it's believable with the music, it's completely believable. And one of the hottest heels, I don't know, I don't think I've ever watched him be a baby face. I just feel he's so over that when he's come out against another heel, then everyone's like, well, I'm picking him. Because yeah. he's at least like the coolest here. Like I feel like when they did the thing where Vince uh, kayfabe Rick buys half the shares of WWF, yeah. and he comes out, Vince is like one of the hottest heels. Mister McMahon is one of the greatest heels of all time. Yeah. And then out comes Rick Flair, and everyone just immediately goes, "I'm on Rick's side." Like just in a second, yeah. he's been at WB, WCW for like ten years. Yeah. He could turn his back on WWF. People, he's old, he's everything wrong with the business right now. Why WCW has failed, as far as WF fans are concerned, he just steps through that mu- with that music. Everyone fucking loses their shit. Yeah. Because they want a piece of Rick. They want to be back to back Rick. And that's why it's like, it's a shame what's happened with everything in, in recent, in, uh, recently. Whether what's happened was true or not, we won't, I don't guess we'll ever know. But that entrance is always like, if I'm watching old matches, very old matches, and Ric Flair's on that, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see to see that because again, like you said, old old wrestlers just kind of like all fluff and no no substance. They yeah. come, they have a song that isn't really that great. They act like they're amazing, and what's happening right now is amazing, but it's really not that great, and not as much of a spectacle as it could be. But I think they all thought they were as good as Ric Flair, and they really weren't. Ric knew how good he was, yeah. and captured it but yeah he was my first in my head pick when we were picking like entrances my brain immediately went well Ric Flair's on the list yeah and I just can't help it sorry if you don't like Ric Flair out there I, I totally get it if uh, if you don't I totally get it if you do definitely get it if you do but it's you can't deny the the entrance at the end of the day well, with that, I think it's time to stop the damn match. It's time to stop the damn match. So this has been a kick out at two podcast episode one. Thank you for listening. Uh, PK mostly does does most of this. Um, can you give us some details, PK, on where to like follow us on socials and emails and stuff like that? Yeah. So uh, if you search on either Instagram, TikTok, name mm. one of them, uh, yeah. and uh, Gmail, just kick out at two podcast. Um, and you'll find us there. So if you want to email us, it's kickout2podcast.gmail.com or you can just search for us on the socials. Yeah, just email us because we're going to do this in seasons, um, episodically. don't know how many episodes a season will be yet. I don't know if we'll ever tie ourselves down to a specific amount. But if you think we've missed out anyone, which we definitely have, obviously, in this yeah, one, yeah. emails, let us know, and we can consider it for the next one. If you want to hear specific topics... Let us know again. Email us uh, if you just want to tell us how awesome we are as well. That's always a compliment. Um, and don't forget, it's just a fresh, it's a brand new podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Those horrible three words everyone says, but if you can actually give us five stars, we, you know, Dave Meltzer just doesn't have to be the only guy who gives out five stars. We can have if you want to give us five stars, do that as well. Share it with your wrestling friends. Go, there's this new fucking sick podcast out where they don't just blow smoke up the asses of wrestlers. They actually talk just their opinions. No facts here, boys and girls, just opinions. And yeah, just get get us noticed. So yeah, thanks for listening. I've been Jay. I've been Pika. And uh, it's time to stop the damn match. <laughs>